Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Schedule changes were made to two dozen bus routes in Montgomery County, but how many people know about it? I'm Annalisa Gale. The year's final primary elections are tonight in Delaware, New Hampshire, Rhode Island. We'll get a preview of tonight's races with political junkie podcast host Ken Rudin at 710. WTOP News Time now, 7 o'clock. Inflation pain. Everything so high. Groceries, gas. Former Clinton prosecutor Ken Starr has died. My investigators work very hard. A royal arrival one last time. The queen going back to the palace. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. A slight easing of inflation in August compared to July was not enough to convince us to spend more. CBS's Elise Preston reports new government data shows prices are still at all-time highs. Gas prices are about 25 cents cheaper per gallon than they were a month ago. But for many households, that savings is funneled into still high food prices, up more than 11 percent, the highest since 1979. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. Shelter costs up by more than 6 percent from a year ago. If those costs keep rising, even if gas is down some, Will consumers have enough money to buy other stuff, especially as we get into this all-important fourth-quarter retail holiday season? UBS's David Lefkowitz on Wall Street sell-off. This was really in reaction to the inflation report that came out this morning, which showed that consumer price in, uh, inflation was was hotter than expected. The Dow plunged 1,276 points. The Nasdaq dropped 633. Former independent counsel Ken Starr has died at age 76. He was a federal judge, solicitor general, and university chancellor. But Ken Starr will be most remembered as the prosecutor who pursued a president. Justice means the rule of law and that everyone is accountable. Starr's report alleging Bill Clinton lied under oath about his affair with Monica Lewinsky led to Clinton's impeachment. Starr told CBS News in 2018 he regretted the entire matter, but he said it had to be done. I had a duty. I had a responsibility. Asked if he would specifically apologize to Lewinsky, Starr said no. I'm sorry that the whole thing happened. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. Our Steve Futterman in London with the latest on the Queen's final journey. The Queen's long journey from Scotland to London came to an end at Buckingham Palace. The body of the Queen has arrived here. Despite it being a cold, cloudy night with a bit of rain, thousands showed up. As the hearse came into view, people cheered, including this woman. It was just really um, poignant to be here, back where, you know, she's always been. The Queen's body will spend the night inside the palace, then tomorrow it will leave one final time and travel a mile to Westminster Hall, where it will lie in state until Monday's state funeral. Steve Futterman, CBS News at Buckingham Palace in London. Now this. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. It's 7.03 on this Tuesday evening, September 13th, 2022. Gaithersburg at 71, suburbs gradually falling into the 50s tonight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. And I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. It's all about what's making your wallet a lot thinner. Expensive food and rent 
and medical costs. Inflation did drop a little year over year to 8.3% last month, but it didn't fall nearly as low as a lot of analysts had expected. That sent stocks into a free fall today. The Dow sunk by 1,276 points. The Nasdaq down 632. S&P down 177 drops of between 4 and 5%. Barry Glassman of Glassman Wealth Services joined us last hour on WTOP with advice for how you should handle the market skid. If you have extra money, I still encourage people in their 401ks and whatnot to dollar cost average and put money in. I wouldn't try to time the market out, but if you need money in the next, let's say, 6 to 12 months and you need that cash, I would make sure that you have it set aside and not ride the market over the next 6 or 12 months or any point in time if you need cash in the short term. We're seeing the big driver for persistent inflation at the grocery store. The index that measures food prices is up almost 11.5% compared to last year. That is the biggest jump since 1979. Michelle just said it. It's that food shopping. We checked in with some grocery shoppers outside of Magruder's in Northwest D.C. DC to find out how frustrated they are. Some shoppers say they're well aware of higher prices for a number of items, while they may not necessarily feel the financial sting of it all. First of all, I hate inflation. Uh, not pinch, but I certainly noticed higher prices. There, there's no question. I really do feel sorry for people who can't afford this. Shoppers say they benefited from the recent drop in gas prices. And more than a few sizing up the latest government numbers say the latest inflation report shows signs of moderating prices, which bodes well for the future. As they say, to be the, the numbers today were more hopeful than worrisome. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Two major highways in Fairfax County will no longer be named for Confederate generals. The county board today approving renaming Lee Highway by its federal highway number, Route 29. Lee Jackson Memorial Highway will be Route 50. The vote was 9-1 to one with Fairfax's only Republican supervisor, Pat Harrity, casting the only no vote. The approved resolution is still subject to approval by the Commonwealth Transportation Board. 706. There is a plan that's going to shape the roads you drive on, the transit you use, and the businesses you may see in your community. But Montgomery County Council members say they're not hearing from you about these important matters. The Montgomery County Planning Board's blueprint for the future, called Thrive 2050, has been in the works for years. And there have been efforts to get public input. But officials sometimes refer to making sure they've gotten to hard-to-reach communities. Councilmember Nancy Navarro pushes back on that notion. It's not like they're hard to reach. It's whether we want to reach them. Jordan Exanis with the firm Inspire Green told the council residents can get what he calls planning fatigue. They've been told over and over things are going to happen and they don't see it. So they're like, well, why, why am I going to go to that? It's just the same song and dance. More hearings on what the county's overall planning goals should be are planned throughout October. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Is the new ride on bus schedule in Montgomery County confusing to riders? Transit advocates say it could be and they've written a letter to the County Department of Transportation, which is now responding. 21 routes have time changes. Transit advocates are criticizing the Montgomery County Department of Transportation after schedule changes were made this week on two dozen routes. Renee Dancis worries that not enough riders are aware. We are hoping that the that ride-on in Montgomery County will review the process. In a statement to WTOP, the Department of Transportation says their schedules were made available online in print, and they've been widely publicized through press releases, social media, and postings at transit centers. Adding that the slight time and 
adjustments were made to improve reliability as they try to transition to pre-pandemic service levels. And Elisa Gale, WTOP News. The county transportation department says it plans to increase bus service in January by about 4% as it hires more bus drivers. It is election night in three more states, the final primaries before the big deal, the actual midterms coming up in November. We've got a preview for you ahead on your election source, WTOP. We invite you to stay here for your whole drive. What's the matter, Bob? I didn't become an accountant just to do audited taxes. Hey, Cordia Partners is looking for accounting professionals and accounting software specialists. Yeah, yeah. You get in the door and the next thing you know, you're doing audit and taxes. Cordia Partners does not do audit and tax. They are outsourced accounting and technology consulting experts. You can really grow with Cordia Partners. Fun and diverse work environment. And the compensation is great. How do you know all this? I start at Cordia tomorrow. Cordia, C-O-R-D-I-A, partners.com. A complete picture of the battle space in seconds, when every second counts. That is the power of JADC2, Joint All Domain Command and Control. Raytheon Intelligence in Space puts that power in the hands of warfighters, connecting and fusing data from satellites, aircraft, ships, ground vehicles, and across cyberspace, making sense of it, securing it, and providing decision makers with the information they need to act across any domain and against any challenge. Raytheon Intelligence in Space. Visit rtx.com slash RIS. Get a precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Bob Imler with traffic. On the Beltway on the outer loop, headed west past New Hampshire Avenue toward Colesville Road, slowed to the crash. Still on the right shoulder, they're getting attention, but all travel lanes are open. Southbound Baltimore Washington Parkway. At the Beltway, crash along the right side and on the ramps from both loops of the Beltway to go south on Branch Avenue. At exit 7, crash has been there for a couple of hours on that ramp, even though it's a fairly minor crash along the left side of that ramp. And uh, traffic on 50 getting out to the Bay Bridge is doing all right. The westbound crash at the Severn River, that still remains and still blocks the right lane. That's on the westbound side of 50 at the Severn. No, it's actually on the eastbound side uh, after the Severn River, so I guess it's not so great getting through Annapolis out to the Bay Bridge. Once you get beyond the Severn, you're good to go, uh, but it is on the eastbound side of 50. On 355 northbound at uh, Redland Road, there is a crash along the right side, and uh, traffic doing okay on the Virginia side on 95 South, briefly slow at the Occoquan, but the outer loop is slow from Telegraph, getting over the Wilson Bridge. 395 heading into town, slow from Boundary Channel. And some folks still hitting the uh, Fernance Park for the uh, uh, Nats Beltway Bash, uh, now already underway. On 66, I believe we have a new crash now on the eastbound side. Um, that's going to be near Route 123, so be alert for that. Eastbound on 66. Prepare to be moved. Try out the new 66 express lanes toll-free between Route 29 and Gainesville and 28 in Centerville for a limited time. Learn how to use the new lanes at Ride66Express.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. We're looking at gorgeous weather for the remainder of the work week right on into the weekend. Dry conditions, low humidity, comfortable mornings with hints of fall and really pleasant afternoons and evenings. Lows tonight in the mid-50s to low 60s with clear skies. A bit of a breeze tomorrow. Sunny skies and sunny skies remain in the forecast right on through the weekend and really over the next 10 days. I don't have any rain in the forecast. We could even see a heat wave next Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. 
I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 79 at the wharf in D.C., the same in Oxon Hill. We have 76 in Sterling. Look for lows in the 60s tonight, 50s in the suburbs. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 7-Eleven. And it's campaign 2022 on WTOP, the final big primary night of the year with polls closing next hour in New Hampshire, Delaware, and Rhode Island. A little earlier, Dimitri got a preview from Political Junkie podcast host Ken Rudin, who used to run political coverage for ABC News and NPR. He says the marquee state with the marquee race is New Hampshire. Absolutely, Dimitri. And before we go on, I just want to say how kind of sad I am that it's the last primary night because I love these primaries. <laughs> I love watching these parties battle each other, you know, different kinds of strains of republicanism. It's been fascinating. But the big story today of the three is New Hampshire, because one, it's a key Senate race. Maggie Hassan is a Democrat who was elected for the first time six years ago, and she barely won her seat. She won it by a thousand votes over the incumbent Republican. So from the beginning, Hassan has been thought to be in trouble. And there are 11 Republicans running at today's Senate primary, but two to watch. There's one guy named Don Boulder, He's a retired army general. He agrees with Trump that the uh, 2020 election was stolen. He once called Governor Chris Sununu of New Hampshire, a fellow Republican, a communist Chinese sympathizer. That's how far right he is. And the establishment candidate is also very conservative. He's Chris Morris. He's the president of the state Senate. He's backed by Governor Sununu. He's backed by Mitch McConnell because he probably has a better shot of winning against Maggie Hassan in November. But the polls show Baldick with a huge lead. Look Looking at the other two states, what is on the horizon there, and are there Trump-like figures looming? No, in Rhode Island, there's no Senate race. There is a big governor's race in Rhode Island where the governor, the Democratic governor, Dan McKee, is extremely unpopular. Rhode Island has the second highest rate of COVID infections in the country. They have a high mortality rate. So Dan McKee could be in trouble in the primary. He's a Democrat. But there's no Senate primary in Rhode Island. And sadly, Delaware, last but least, no governor's race, no Senate race, and a House race that is not going to change. So, yes, it's Joe Biden's state, but sorry, Joe, there's nothing to talk about Delaware tonight. <laughs> you mentioned your sadness at this process coming to an end, but of course we're gearing up for the November midterms. What is perhaps an answer to a question or a series of questions we could get by night's end? I think what we've seen in all these weeks, one, we've seen the Trump-endorsed candidates versus the more moderate Republicans in the Senate, and we've seen so far with the results, the Trump numbers are much better. But what's fascinating about this midterm more than ever, I think, is because for the most part, midterm elections are usually a referendum on the incumbent president. And that, of course, is Joe Biden. But this could also be a referendum on Donald Trump as well because of all his activities, the raid on Mar-a-Lago, the uh, January 6th insurrection. So there's a lot at stake. But my goodness, right now with a 50-50 Senate and the Republicans needing only four or five seats in the House to take control, so much is at stake. And this is going to be probably one of the more memorable midterm elections of all time. Political Junkie podcast host Ken Rudin on Skype. Ken and many other analysts will be joining us all evening long as we watch the returns come in from the last three primary states tonight. Stay with your election source, WTOP. And in less than a minute, the Battle of the Beltways returns to D.C. tonight. Cowboys QB Dak Prescott could be back sooner. Stay with us. We are all looking forward to the end of COVID-19 and asking, are we there yet? But if we really want to see the light at the end of the tunnel, we need to be asking, are we vaxxed yet? Help us get there. 
Get up to date with your vaccine today by ensuring that you're both vaccinated and boosted. Visit vaccinate.dc.gov or call 1-855-363-0333 to find the nearest vaccination location near you. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now Rob Woodfork. All right, the Nationals and Orioles underway in the first of two games in Nats Park this week. WTOP's Dave Preston is live at the ballpark with an early look at the action. Good evening, Rob. Nationals and Orioles scoreless in the first inning, but the birds are threatening with Adley Rutschman on third and two out. Uh, Corey Abbott has one strikeout on the evening, but has also tossed a couple of pitches in the dirt. Birds countering with Dean Kramer as their starting pitcher tonight. The Orioles on the fringe of the uh, American League wildcard race. No score, top of the first inning. All right, Dave. And meanwhile, D.C. United in Kansas City, they've got an 8.30 kickoff. And don't bank on seeing much scoring. The last five meetings between these two teams has yielded a total of five goals. And one of those games was actually a scoreless draw. In the other football, Steelers star T.J. Watt apparently found the medical opinion he was looking for. It took him three tries. But the uh, reigning defensive player of the year's torn pectoral does not need surgery. He'll miss uh, roughly six weeks rather than uh, have to sit out the rest of the season. Uh, because of surgery. Uh, oddly, the Cowboys uh, won't place Dak Prescott on injured reserve in hopes of getting him back on the field within the next four games. Now, this, despite a surgically repaired thumb on his throwing hand that was initially given a timeline of six to eight weeks to heal. Uh, yes, Commanders fans, this is good news because he would not come back before the game against the Rams, which is the week after uh, they host the Burgundy and Gold. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. The latest inflation report came in hotter than expected with steep prices everywhere you turn. Wall Street lost between 4 and 5% on the news. A financial planner tells WTOP this is not the right time to be moving your portfolio around. He urges you to sit tight. The coffin of Queen Elizabeth II has arrived at Buckingham Palace from Scotland today. As the hearse traveled through the drizzly streets of London, large crowds lined the route to bid the Queen a final farewell. This year's primary election season comes to an end tonight with voting in New Hampshire, Rhode Island, and Delaware. The polls close next hour. A lot of attention is being paid to New Hampshire's GOP Senate race to pick a challenger to Democrat Maggie Hassan. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in just minutes. It's being called a police staffing crisis in Fairfax County. Now the Board of Supervisors is dangling a financial carrot to try to solve it. Republican Supervisor Pat Harrity says in a tweet today, the board has authorized bonuses of up to $15,000 for new hires. They'll be used in areas where Fairfax is losing recruits to surrounding jurisdictions. Harrity says the bonuses will go to new officers and sheriff's deputies, as well as developmental disability support coordinators, emergency service staff, clinicians, and nurses. He indicates this is a start while he looks forward to the board doing more to address the police staffing shortage. 718 now. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. And here's Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Virginia, 66 eastbound near 123. There is a crash along the left side. There may be a separate one on the right side. Either way, it is uh, just briefly still getting past it. Then beyond that, the pace is good. Headed to the Beltway. Westbound, you're running pretty freely on 66. On 95 South, briefly slow over the Occoquan, 395 North. Still slows from Boundary Channel getting into town. And in Maryland, on 50 eastbound after the Severn River Bridge near Route 2, the crash remains along the right side of the roadway, and that has been there for a while. 
Southbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway at the Beltway crash has been along the right side. I believe that is out of the road now. Did have a crash earlier in the 3rd Street Tunnel in the district southbound in the 3rd Street Tunnel before you get to the freeway, about midway down along the left side. That should be out of the roadway, though. And in Maryland, on the ramps from the Beltway to go south on Branch Avenue, Route 5, crash has been on the left side of that ramp. Beltway starting to clear out on the outer loop now into Silver Spring, but inner loop is still slow past 355 and off and on to Georgia Avenue, but no incidents along the way. Jiffy Lube service centers keep you moving from oil changes and tire rotations to filters and wipers to a full range of services. Visit JiffyLubeDC.com for a location near you. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Let's go to Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. After some clouds this morning, it turned out to be a gorgeous day and a nice night with hints of fall in the air and lows in the mid-50s to low 60s. Sunny and beautiful tomorrow with a bit of a breeze will warm to around 80. Gorgeous again on Thursday with sun-filled skies, highs in the mid-70s to low 80s, which is normal for this time of year. We continue to warm to around 80 for Friday and Saturday, mid-80s on Sunday with low humidity. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 79 in Roslyn now. It's 79 at Farragut Square and 75 in Laurel. Lows tonight in the 60s, 50s in the suburbs. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. How do local parents answer the question, is your child's school safe? The story coming up, 720. Teens use Instagram to explore their interests and connect with their friends. That's why we encourage them to interact in positive ways with friends and family by defaulting new teens' accounts to private, providing safety notices in direct messages, and more. It's why we help make sure the time they spend on Instagram is valuable with tools like daily time limits and take-a-break reminders. It's why we built Family Center, which helps parents support their teens in building a safe, intentional Instagram experience. We're committed to building a community where everyone feels supported. And it's why we create features like sensitive content control, which can help teams see less sensitive content. That's why we'll keep building more tools and features to protect teens in the future. Explore more than 30 tools that can help teens have a positive experience on Instagram at Instagram.com slash safety. 721. Meet Harper, teammate at Truist. Hello. She was born to care and always had your back. Like the time her friend's bumper car took a gnarly hit. Oh no. His retainer went flying, but Harper caught it before it got crushed. Today, Harper's a teammate at Truist, the bank with Truist One checking. With no overdraft fees, a $100 negative balance buffer, and automatic upgrades, Truist One checking has your back, too. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. $100 negative balance buffer. Eligibility requirements apply. Truist Bank member FDIC. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that... That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. This is WTOP News. 722. Two 15-year-old students at Freedom High School in Woodbridge were arrested and charged after investigators say one brought a gun to school, showed it off in a bathroom, and handed it off to a friend. Late yesterday morning, a school resource officer was told a student had a gun. The school says at one point the boy gave the gun to another student and both left the bathroom. One of the boys also posted a photo of the gun on social media, 
showing the firearm on school grounds, which was seen by other students. The students are charged with possession of a firearm on school property. They're being held at the Prince William County Juvenile Detention Center. Nearly 9 out of 10 Fairfax County parents say their student school is safe. A family engagement survey polled more than 35,000 parents and guardians last school year. Among the findings, a quarter of parents said they don't get enough information about how they can support their child's mental health. Lisa Youngblood-Hall, the county's chief experience and engagement officer, says the data will be used to guide how schools engage with families. One of the things we talk about is making sure that students and staff can show up as their authentic selves. Even possibly more important is to have our families be able to show up in safe spaces as their authentic selves. The survey was open from late winter into the spring and was available in several languages. An update now to a tragic story in Culpeper, where a middle school teacher and his wife were found dead. The bodies of Daniel Garrison and Stacy Garrison, a married couple, were found in a home by Culpeper police last week, and we've just learned new information about the injuries they had. They both had gunshot wounds. Police say they are not looking for any suspects, but they say it's still under investigation as detectives continue gathering evidence to determine how it all unfolded. The situation has left students and staff members at Auburn Middle School in complete shock. That's where Daniel Garrison worked as a science teacher. In a statement, the principal said, quote, we will do everything we can to help them through this experience. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. From saving those being trafficked to making sure sex traffickers are held accountable was part of a discussion in Prince William County among state and local leaders and members of the community. It was a frank discussion on human trafficking in Prince William County and attending it, Virginia Attorney General Jason Miares. Too many people that live up here in Northern Virginia think that what's well, not happening in our community, it is. It's a problem that's getting worse. It is not getting better. According to John Richmond, a former ambassador at large for the U.S. who focused on the issue, he says traffickers don't live in fear, but for survivors, they carry around. Legacy criminal record that they drag behind them into job interviews and apartment applications that prevent them from moving on. And he says that's something that needs to change. In Woodbridge, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. 725 Money News with Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow's 1,276-point plunge Tuesday was its biggest drop since June of 2020. Unlikelihood of more aggressive rate hikes in the Fed, with inflation still running at an annual rate of 8.3%. Rent is leading inflation. Shelter costs at the biggest monthly increase since 1991. A new D.C. bistro and wine bar called Irregardless just opened on H Street. It showcases lots of Virginia wines. Jeff Glabel, WTOP News. Money News sponsored by Transurban. The HOV ramp to Seminary Road from the 395 Express Lanes is no longer HOV only. It's now open to all drivers. Use your Easy Pass to ride the ramp today. A message from the 395 Express Lanes. More responses to our withering inflation, and voters in three states have gone to the polls tonight. These are the final primaries of this season. Stay with your election source, WTOP, for all the latest. Before all that, though, we'll get our middle-of-the-week forecast. Now 726. And now, from WTOP's Small Business September series, presented by Eagle Bank, here's Ryan A. Bear, CEO of Intrepid Solutions. We looked at a number of different banks, but one of the things we gravitated towards was their knowledge of the space from a government contracting perspective and really the partnership. Something that Jeff and I have talked about before is Growth isn't always a 45-degree line that goes upward. There's peaks, there's valleys, but you need the partnership on both sides to grow the company at scale through different periods of time, whether that's traditional financing, winning new contracts, standing those up. We've been fortunate to do that, but also when we changed our strategy and shifted our focus to M&A and started acquiring other companies,